Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap. 1670 AM. The Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, another hot, steamy week coming our way around the state of Wisconsin. Looking for daytime highs today into the 90s, tomorrow into the 90s, Wednesday into the 90s, and not much in the way of precipitation Coming our way. This is causing a lot of challenges, especially for beef producers in the West. Uh, getting stories now out of Canada as well as the United States, where beef producers are out of options. They are liquidating their cow-calf herds very, very quickly, and/or reaching out to other regions to see if they can find some pasture out there that will help sustain those animals through this fall and into the winter. It's just one of the stories we're chatting about this morning. We'll be chatting weather with Stu Ag Urologist in about 15 minutes. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit ruralmutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance The Wisconsin Soybean Association works hard to share the voices of Wisconsin soybean growers at the state and national level, and you can become a member at badgerbean.com. Besides a voice in Washington, WSA members receive free seed, discounted event tickets and products, not to mention news on the latest in soybean research and technology. And being a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Association also makes you a member of the American Soybean Association. So join today at badgerbean.com and help the Wisconsin Soybean Association go to work for you. Well, I'm guessing that many of you have had an opportunity to tap into your local county fair. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. You know, the thing about the pandemic, if you haven't been to a county fair yet, this year many of our county fairs have adjusted their schedules and are now maybe postponing a little bit, uh, moving their dates closer towards Labor Day. Check out wifairs.com if you want to see a complete listing of activities going on. One thing that we forget though, Bob, is when you see those kids that are in the ring or even uh, the kids that are displaying their artwork, their cake decorating, their clothing, whatever, it's not just about the ribbons. It's also about the educational experience and uh, you know, really the leadership those kids are working on. Uh, that's kind of an overlooked element sometimes. And you are exactly right, Pam. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. The 4-H experience is more than just in the show ring or preparing some kind of a project for the county fair. Think about all the exchange trips that the 4-Hs have taken across the country, the experience to go out east. Even some have gone as far as Japan over the years. Well, one of the persons uh, that help put those programs together for statewide 4-H is Amber Reberg, and she's the University of Wisconsin Extension 4-H Experience Coordinator. She's had that position for about the past four or five years, and she's uh, recently announced she's going to be leaving that to go back to northern Wisconsin for maybe a little bit of a quieter life with the UW Extension program. Our Scott Schultz had a chance to visit with her at one of the recent county fairs and asked her about the importance she sees in expanding the experiences of our rural youth and our 4-H members 
beyond the county fair. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Uh, so what I think is really important, especially for our young people who are in rural communities, is the opportunity to see something different and new that helps them explore new ideas, different possibilities that they might not necessarily have, right? We live in a beautiful state with a lot of great, but there's a lot out there. And so that has always been a passion of mine, is providing opportunities for young people to see the world or even just other places through different eyes uh, so that they they can know what's out there and and choose as they grow um, whether or not they take different paths or or enjoy other things so now you got that uh, passion for that kind of exposure honestly because it was something you grow grew up with Uh, tell me about your family experience uh, your family moving from southeastern wisconsin up into the Northwoods, basically, and uh, dairy farming. Take it from there. Yeah, thanks, Scott. So um, my parents actually, in 1985, bought a dairy farm up in northern Wisconsin. Uh, and I have two brothers and two sisters, and we were all raised on that farm. And really important to my parents, although we were up in Price County, uh, that we have an opportunity to see what else was out there. Uh, we loved Price County and, and all that it had to offer, but there was definitely more. And so 4-H opened that door. Uh, So we were able to host international students through the 4-H program, and then we all had an opportunity to travel, whether that was to Citizenship Washington Focus out in D.C., um, or my siblings even went to Japan on the 4-H exchange uh, when they were in high school. And so uh, we were really fortunate that 4-H offered those programs, and I've always wanted to make sure that other young people had an opportunity as well. Now, your siblings went to Japan as part of the 4-H exchange program. You got there, too, but uh, took a little bit different route. It took you a little bit longer in your lifetime to make it there, but your experience there also plays into all of this. Yeah, so that's a great question, Scott. I was a busy 4-H'er, and so I served on our state leadership council when I was in high school, and so I did not have time uh, to take a month out of a summer to go to Japan like my siblings did. Um, But when I uh, graduated from college, worked for Extension a couple of years, and then decided it was my turn, and so served over in Japan for a year uh, in our exchange program office uh, in Tokyo, and so did that for a year, and that also has just become an incredibly important part of what I do and why I do. Uh, So being able to uh, work for the 4-H program, uh, four and a half years with the international piece has been really important. And COVID was tough, um, but I I trust that we will uh, welcome international students back uh, to 4-H families in the upcoming years so that they can experience what I was able to at a young age, just learning about other cultures, really learning about yourself. Um, This world that we live in is big and great to be able to learn more about it what holds families back from hoping that their children get those kinds of experiences you know i think that's a great question scott i think when we live in communities that are safe right i mean from for for the most part i grew up in small 1100 people in phillips um it's safe and so i think families like that um they know what to expect on a day-to-day right um maybe a little extra traffic over the fourth of july uh, but otherwise it you know those communities feel close and watch out for one another and so i think sometimes sending our children away from that community can be a 
little bit scary if we're not aware of what's all out there. Um, and so I think that's one of the great things about 4-H is that um, we share some of those common rural values um, and yet can appreciate what else is out there. And so I think that for my parents, um, gave them the assurance that, you know, they knew we were traveling with uh, 4-H volunteers and staff who cared about us and wanted us to have a great experience. And I think that still holds true today. You're going back home in some respects. You're going to be doing some work. You're not getting away from 4-H, but uh, you'll be doing some work uh, in your uh, Northwoods homeland. Yeah, so I have an opportunity to serve as an area extension director, so a little bit different direction, but uh, because I care so deeply about our rural communities um, and wanting them to have access to the university resources, um, I think this is a, a good opportunity for me to be able to be an advocate uh, for the North Woods and the place that I call home uh, so that young people in the future can continue to have opportunities like 4-H and other youth programs that uh, the university and extension brings. Uh, Counties like uh, you're going to? I'm actually going to Oneida, Florence, and Forest. Um, And then I'll also work with our Forest Potawatomi and Lac de Flambeau. What do you see as some of the challenges in those counties compared with the things you're doing now? Yeah, so I think one of them is just really access to resources, right? I think the Northwoods is a great place, but um, our youth population is declining in many of those communities, right? It's hard to get young families to come up. It's, it's hard to, to live in those areas. That, uh, just even access to health care and other things make it really challenging. So um, I'm excited to learn more about what the needs are and what those communities are interested in and then hopefully advocate and, and support families and young people um, in all of the opportunities that Extension has to offer. You mentioned all of the opportunities. Does that have um, uh, extra challenges in counties where there aren't a lot of critters? Because when you say 4-H, even though there are so many other opportunities beyond the world of animals, um, that's where our minds default. And is that an extra challenge? You know, Scott, I think it is. I, I'm, you know, I grew up in the 4-H program probably in what we would call a traditional sense, right? Showing dairy, showing beef, showing lambs. And so um, I think that rich tradition that we have is important. And I think it's what um, has kept the program going for a long time. And I think there is a lot uh, of other areas, as you mentioned. I think the arts are incredibly strong. And so it's really important. And I think it's it's about educating. It's about helping people make those connections that they may not have thought about before. And so um, we're hiring some new staff in those areas. And, and they do have a challenge, right? Because like you said, when people think of 4-H, they often think about animals and livestock, um, which we love and believe in and, and hope young people who don't even even have access to them on a daily basis can still learn from them, um, but there is so much more. And I, I just think even the communication and the record keeping and the other skills that 4-H is teaching um, are important for all young people. So whether you live on a farm or have animals, um, but just to be productive and contributing c- citizens in our communities. Well, thanks for visiting with me and good luck in your new role. Thank you, Scott. It's been a pleasure. 
That's Amber Reberg, the UW Extension Youth Experiences Coordinator in Wisconsin. On the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, I'm Scott Schultz. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Ford trucks and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala talks about the importance of quality representation no matter how extensive your injuries are. If you're injured in a collision, an insurance company may call you. Just remember, the reason that company is calling you is so they can make money on your claim. That's why injury victims always need a skilled attorney. Always. The thousands of cases we've successfully handled will give us a gauge of what your maximum settlement should be, and we will vigorously work to recover all you deserve for your injuries, your lost wages, all of the medical bills you've incurred, and the pain and suffering you have now and may continue to endure. No matter how extensive your injuries are, you need quality representation. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you, for justice. MyJustice.com. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Alrighty, it is going to be a hot and sticky week all week long. And boy, I feel sorry for the folks in western Wisconsin because you might be the first ones to take a bite out of that forecast today. It is time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. And Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, joining us. Uh, you know, the weekend, this past weekend was challenging enough. You know, it was uh, still that hot, sticky, typical Wisconsin July weather. And now, boy, oh boy, we're going to get in the dangerous category pretty quick this week, aren't we? dangerous category this week huh it absolutely absolutely will be with the heat and the humidity in fact we're talking about hot days that heat index the combination of heat and humidity adding up into the low 100s i think as we start looking toward uh, maybe this afternoon more likely tomorrow afternoon wednesday afternoon lacrosse Boston up toward eau claire very warm very sticky, dangerous weather in store. Now, we do indeed have to deal with heat and humidity, but there will be some chances of rain. There's a weak system out in the Dakotas trying to extend a front uh, northwest, if you will, or northeast. That little front, though, just dropping down into Minnesota. That's where there's some rain today. Scattered showers in west-central and southwest Minnesota, up in the far northwest part of Minnesota as well. Not really going to hold together. There's a slight possibility 
that uh, this evening there may be an isolated shower, especially in western Wisconsin in the evening. I'm talking about dark or even a little bit later. Otherwise, just into early tomorrow, that front's going to kind of wave around here, trying to push north and being pushed south again. Low pressure will finally move east with that boundary, and that's why rain becomes a possibility, especially later Wednesday into Wednesday night, but that's about the extent. The biggest rain threat I think we have to talk about is maybe some localized strong storm winds and maybe a little hail possibility, but the rainfall just doesn't look to be a big deal here this week. The heat is going to be more like it as we have to talk about daytime highs around 90, upper 80s, low 90s for the next handful of days, finally beginning to cool as we break through Wednesday, certainly toward Thursday and Friday, sounding a lot nicer down in the 80s, more like normal, maybe just a bit cooler than normal as we look on toward Friday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. This is all about making a difference for those we serve. Countryside and Landmark are now a single cooperative that's all about being passionate, innovative, and going all out for members, customers, and each other, and all in on your continued success. Nothing will keep us from giving it our all, all day, every day, with the right solutions all the time. We are all Civia, and we are all together now. Learn more at ALCIVIA.com. The Wisconsin Soybean Association works hard to share the voices of Wisconsin soybean growers at the state and national level. And you can become a member at badgerbean.com. Besides a voice in Washington, WSA members receive free seed, discounted event tickets, and products. Not to mention news on the latest in soybean research and technology. And being a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Association also makes you a member of the American Soybean Association. So join today at badgerbean.com and help the Wisconsin Soybean Association go to work for you. Alrighty, Stu, it's time for the dirty details. It looks like uh, Eau Claire, 91, La Crosse, 93, Madison, 91 is our highs today. And that's kind of consistent for the rest of this week, isn't it? Well, we stay on the warm side. Yes, you're right. Sunny and hot today, as Pam indicated, a lot of low 90s, maybe an upper 80 in eastern Wisconsin, but that's the cool spot with west breezes today at only around 5. Partly cloudy overnight. There may be a late-night shower chance in western Wisconsin. Don't count on much. Upper 60s and low 70s, warmest in the west. Southwest winds about 5 to 10. Tomorrow, that slight chance of a shower or storm, at least to start the day, could be a pop-up shower late in the day as well. Look for temps again. Very upper 80s, low 90s. South winds and west winds about 5 to 10. That chance of a very scattered shower or storm Wednesday. Mostly sunny, hot again. Around 90 is what I expect to see. Southwest winds about 5 to 10. Thursday, Pam, I think we get a little break. Mid and lower 80s for daytime highs. There may be a 70 here and there finally by Friday. Well, that'd be all right. And like I said, you you don't know much just yet, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed on that moisture situation. That would be outstanding. 
Yeah, at this point, it's just uh, the best chance of measurable rain would be Wednesday evening, Wednesday night, and even then a couple of tenths of an inch. All right. Very good, my friend. Appreciate it. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. All right. See you then. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner, committed to agriculture and rural America. As always, you can visit their website, compure.com. We've also got a story up about some rural grants that were handed out from Compure at MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Did you suffer a loss from the recent wind or hailstorm only to be let down by your current insurance company? When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009, Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our best is is the the very very least least we can do. Neon, day glow, flashing lights, special effects. Today's world puts our sense of sight on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. It's a wonder how much you'll see once all the distractions fade away. You may see a lone eagle soaring past massive snow-capped mountains. Or a great horned owl perched stoically on a branch nearby. You may see the furry face of a baby sea otter curiously poking its head out of the dark blue sea or ancient rocks shaped by centuries of wind. When you see these things, you're seeing the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. Neon, day glow, flashing lights, special effects. Today's world puts our sense of sight on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. It's a wonder how much you'll see once all the distractions fade away. You may see a lone eagle soaring past massive snow-capped mountains. Or a great horned owl perched stoically on a branch nearby. You may see the furry face of a baby sea otter curiously poking its head out of the dark blue sea or ancient rocks shaped by centuries of wind. When you see these things, you're seeing the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. Neon, day glow, flashing lights, special effects. Today's world puts our sense of sight on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. It's a wonder how much you'll see once all the distractions fade away. You may see a lone eagle soaring past massive snow-capped mountains. Or a great horned owl perched stoically on a branch nearby. You may see the furry face of a baby sea otter curiously poking its head out of the dark blue sea or ancient rocks shaped by centuries of wind. When you see these things, you're seeing the world the way we found it. 
With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air, we're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Summertime in Wisconsin is the best time. You've got the world's largest music festival, Summerfest, speed climbing and sawing at the Lumberjack World Championships, and it all really takes off at the EAA Air Venture. Oh, impressive. Not to mention so many more festivals and fairs that are finally back and just waiting for you to be too. Rediscover the spirit of summer. Head to TravelWisconsin.com and come celebrate with us. Sponsored by Travel Wisconsin. Everyone has been uh, gravitating towards Giannis. He just put on the greatest performance of all time ever. The greatest closeout game in NBA Finals history. Giannis Dendekumbo, 50 points, 14 rebounds, five blocks. Uh, what he accomplished is nothing short of incredible, and I think anyone and everyone can gravitate towards it. Even Phoenix Suns fans. I saw Suns fans being like, Giannis is the man. Uh, let's see here. Emmanuel Acho, ES, uh, Fox Sports 1, FS1. He had this to say about Giannis. He says Giannis Adenokounmpo cannot be the face of the NBA. Take a listen. Face of the NBA. Oh, yeah, it's not possible, Selin. Why is it not possible? You can't be the face of the NBA if they can't pronounce your last name. Ooh. Let's wow. call the spade a spade, y'all. We finna go places you going on there? this show. We wow. got to go new Is Stephen A showing up? Um, that sounded a little different thing is, I'm able to bob and weave because here's what I said. They can't pronounce your last name. Oh. It's not that you are incapable of doing things. Did he win the NBA Finals and put on the greatest performance ever and his back-to-back MVP and NBA Finals MVP and is more accolades at age 26 than Michael Jordan? I don't think so. It is that they are incapable of doing it. Let's Whoever talk. the they is, you figure it out for yourself. Uh. Cannot be the face of the league if you cannot be related to. There's so many ways and so many layers, Sal, that huh? we're going to go here, but why can Giannis not be the face of the NBA? Because... The face of the NBA must be relatable. Mm. Huh. LeBron James. We know mm. LeBron James' mama knows mama's name. We know. Right, do you know LeBron James' mom's name? I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. His wife. Know the kids' names. I don't even know. If his... she walked by me, I wouldn't know who it was. Do you know his wife's name? Because I don't. I don't. If she walked by me, I wouldn't know who it was. I know one of LeBron James' kids' names because LeBron James named his kid LeBron James Jr. Yeah, that's the only one I could name. All right, let's have Acho continue. We know Bronny, we know Bryce, we know Zuri. We know the characters' names Zuri. from the Space Jam. We know all them. I, d- I know the, some of the characters' names because I grew up watching Looney Tunes. All right, a little yeah, I'm thinking of- Kobe, the yeah. late- Michael Jordan, you can name Michael Jordan. I can't well, name we'll let, we'll- any of his wives 
and I know that a couple of his sons played for Illinois. Couldn't Don't even tell you their name. name. I right, let him continue. Kobe, the late great Kobe mm, Bryant. Respect. We knew Kobe Bryant. We knew his upbringing. We knew why he knew so many different languages. We played at Lower Marion High School. We knew his high school jersey number. We knew he repped a three-three. Knew he was from mm. PA. We knew all that. Mm. I honestly Magic didn't. Know. We knew about Magic Johnson. Some of that. The only reason why I actually know Kobe Bryant's wife's name is because of the rape allegations. And she was, obviously, it was like a big oh, thing. Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. Well, exactly. I know, yeah. I know a lot that's about the Kobe. Only, that's the only reason why. And then the only reason why you know their daughter's names not to is because. Well, yeah, the tragedy. Yeah, yeah since yeah. past. Which is. It's obviously sad. I let Acho continue here. Know about Michigan State Magic Johnson. Know about the college mm. upbringing. Know about the legacy there. Larry Bird, the face in the 80s as well. Mm. Know about the great Larry Bird. We know how Larry Bird went to college, left college, went back to college. We know about that. Know about the upbringing. We've seen the documentaries. Michael Jordan. Stop playing. We know about Mike. We know. And we know him. everything there is to know about Mike. We know yeah. about the tragedies. Well, need <laughs> We know about all that. We also know about the tragedies that he had to face, that he had yeah. to overcome. The tragedy yeah. with his yeah. father. We know all of that. But Giannis. We know Giannis's mama name. I do. What's her name? <laughs> Veronica. Veronica. Yes. No, I don't, that's her. No, no. Name. See, that's the problem. Oh, God, no, we can't you relate to someone if you keep lying. Like to help you stop. I hate when people say like, "Where are you from?" And you say it's somewhere small. No. I was like, "Fool, no. So no." Here is part of the problem. This Emmanuel Acho is so wet on this take. It is absolutely insane. Giannis Adenakumbo, he says, is not relatable, and we don't know his mother's name, and we don't know where he's from. He's from Athens, Greece. His parents are from Nigeria. They migrated there. Uh, they immigrated there. And then Giannis came over from Athens, Greece, and we can all say his name is Giannis Adenakumbo, the guy that just put on the greatest performance in the finals in a closeout game ever. He is a back-to-back MVP, more accolades than Michael Jordan at the age of 20. But Emmanuel Acho says he can't be the face of the NBA, Rowdy. Well, there was one. This, there was a big to do about baseball and the face of baseball, and we know how bad the marketing has been for baseball, especially with Rob Manfred. Yeah, and a lot of people thought it should be a certain player, but that certain player didn't speak English, so he wasn't marketable. Well, obviously, for like the past five, eight years. The face of baseball should have been Mike Trout. Yeah. He still isn't the face of baseball. Yeah, they did nothing with him. And the guy that you would say is probably on pace to become the face of baseball is Fernando Tatis, yeah. who's from the Dominican. I'm pretty sure Major League Baseball pulled out all the red carpets for Shohei Otani in the Major League Baseball All-Star festivities. That, my friends, was a tough take from Emmanuel Acho of uh, Fox Sports 1, FS1. And that was tough. The honest that Nakumbo, he proclaims, can't be the face of the NBA. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Remember that phrase, got milk? Maybe you saw it, you used it, you wore it. Well, it was a call to action from the dairy industry for consumers to drink more milk. Now you're going to see a new phrase that is coming into play. You're going to need milk for that. And it's got kind of an Olympic theme. We're talking about that with Melissa Milcom from the Milk Processor Education Program. She's our guest before we wrap it up on a Monday. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. So not too many items as far as historical perspective, but we've got some birthdays that we want to make sure you're aware of. Happy birthday to Sandra Bullock, that actress 57 years old today. And how about it? Mick Jagger, 
born on this day back in 1943, and I was just wearing, uh, reading something over the weekend, that the Rolling Stones, they may go back out on tour again. And now you know. You know, we talk a lot about the weather, and this week is going to be a scorcher around the state of Wisconsin, and that has really impacted the availability of forages and pasture for our beef producers. We're not the only ones suffering. In Canada, there are producers there liquidating their cow-calf herds because they just don't have feed. Fellow farm broadcaster Denny Guy from Canada brings us an update. Several rural municipalities have declared states of agricultural disaster, and ranchers say they are quickly running out of grass and hay to feed their cattle. The Canadian Cattlemen's Association, based in Calgary, is concerned that the lack of grass and forage will result in a major reduction in the size of the foundation cow-calf herd. Some ranchers say they will be forced to sell off large portions of their herds with no feed to get them through the fall and winter. Jeff York with the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association, is a rancher at Wood Mountain in south-central Saskatchewan, just north of the Montana border. Yorba says Saskatchewan cattlemen could see up to a third of their cow-calf herd dispersed. He said the sell-off of cows and calves has already started. What producers are looking at right now is somewhat unprecedented. We're in a situation where we're going to have to sell a lot of cows. Seeing sale reports where there's a lot of 400-weight calves and dry cows going Account. Just at Swift Current, there's 1,700 yearlings selling this week. Very high for this time of year. That's a fall move, not a midsummer move. I fully anticipate a third, at least, of the cow herd disappearing this fall. There is no choice. There's no feed. Longer-term prospects for the retained portion of the cow-calf herd is causing challenges as well. Jeff Yorba says some ranchers are beginning to think about finding places to send their retained cows for the fall and through the winter. There is nothing to feed the cattle on their home range and nowhere in the region to find feed to import. Producers are facing a situation where there's no grass and the crops aren't growing and so there is no chance to salvage feed. The cattle that are going to stay in the herd are going to have to be fed somewhere else this winter. Figuring out where that's going to be and what it's going to cost and how far away they're going to have to go is becoming a challenge right now. This summer's drought follows multiple consecutive years of below-normal precipitation in many parts of the prairies, so subsoil moisture levels are depleted to record lows. While there have been some isolated rainfall events, little to no rainfall in past months has left field and forage crops in poor condition across the more southerly parts of Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. The drought area has also expanded eastward into northwestern Ontario. Reporting from Canada, I'm Dennis Guy. When hot weather strikes your cattle, milk production drops and feed intake decreases. Summer heat may also impact the viability of your herd's reproductive cells. Protect your bottom line this summer by adding BioVets Bovine Gold Light to your cow's daily ration. And keep the herd hydrated, maintain milk production, and keep your breeding program in check. Call now and they'll help you add Bovine Gold Light to your animal health program. 1-800-BIOVET-1. 1-800-BIOVET-1. BioVet. Innovation at work. We need you. 
and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Armor Animal Health believes that prevention is the best medicine. That's why Armor Animal Health is your integrated solution for preventing disease in your herd. They bring together the lab, the products, and the veterinarians to treat the problems your herd is facing. Respond with a plan to maintain your herd's health and act before the problem worsens. You can order herd health products and supplies online at ArmorAnimalHealth.com. Armor Animal Health, detecting diseases, defending animals, delivering promises. ArmorAnimalHealth.com. We're less than 10 days away from the beginning of the Wisconsin State Fair. And if you are a lover of the original cream puffs at the Wisconsin State Fair, you're being encouraged to get your orders in now. The original cream puffs will be available, of course, during the Wisconsin State Fair. They're giving you a little bit of a price discount. If you order them in advance, you can pick them up at the Wisconsin State Fair. They also have an order drive through pickup that they're making available. But remember, have to make sure that you get your order in in before August 4th. Markets in overnight electronic trade this morning, again, starting off in red ink as far as our grain trade's concerned. December corn right now is trading down five and a quarter cents at 537 and three quarters. November soybeans are down 16 and three quarter cents at 1335. September wheat's down 12 and a half, 671 and a half. On Friday in Chicago, the barrel cheese gained three cents at 140 and a quarter. 40 pound black cheese was up four and a quarter at 158 and a half. The double A butter finished unchanged at 169 and a half per pound on Friday. And if we take a look at what's happening with fluid milk contracts right now, August is unchanged at 1647 a hundredweight. September milk down two currently at 1689 a hundredweight. And speaking of milk, that's what we're talking about next. Trying to encourage consumers to drink more milk and using Olympian athletes as well as our athletes in Wisconsin as models for the reason why. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home? Receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Hit your camping season out of the park with Fatheads Country Campers. Fathead's lineup covers the bases with small, lightweight campers that you can pull with your SUV to toy haulers that let you load up the toys and head out into left field. Fathead's Country Campers doesn't play games. You'll get the best price on every camper, every time, with no hidden fees. 
Check them out just off I-94 in Lake Mills or at countrycampers.com. That's countrycampers.com. Educated mortgage, the smartest way home. Call Dan, the mortgage man. You're well aware of these gigantic mortgage companies that make it seem as though they can do everything for you rather quickly, when in fact, you end up in a call center where everything is cumbersome and expensive. Learn about our local process at educatedmortgage.com. Educated Mortgage, the smartest way home. Call Dan, the Mortgage Man. NMLS number 222652. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time for another conversation about where your dairy checkoff dollars are being invested. Brought to you courtesy of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. But you know, it's not just about what happens in Wisconsin. It's really about a nationwide effort to help consumers better understand the nutritional value that they find in dairy versus alternates. And also to make sure that next generation is instilling some healthy habits when it comes to those uh, dining experiences. And joining us today is a gal that's been working on behalf of the fluid milk industry for a while. Melissa Malcolm is along with us with uh, Team Milk and Milk Pep. First, we better start, Melissa, with explaining just exactly what Milk Pep is for not only dairy producers, but those consumers out there. Yeah, sure, Pam. So wonderful to talk with you today, and thank you so much for having me. You know, the industry recognizes Milk Pep. But maybe consumers don't. And so we're known as MilkPAP, and we're the Milk Processors Education Program. What we are is we're a national checkoff program for fluid milk processors. And we're dedicated to educating consumers and promoting fluid milk consumption. You know, our real objective for MilkPAP is to drive people to buy, to serve, to drink more milk, to love their milk. And we're probably most known for the Got Milk campaign. That's how consumers know us and love us, that, you know, we've been running the Got Milk campaign for over 30 years. So the, um, you know, consumers out there might not recognize milk pets, but they definitely know Got Milk. One of the real challenges with fluid milk is um, it, it really doesn't have a brand. Milk is milk is milk. And Milk Pep tries to differentiate milk from other beverages. But that can be really challenging, Melissa. Uh, help people understand the amounts of money that are spent by beverage companies of all different types uh, trying to, I guess we'd have to say, compete against milk. Absolutely. You're so right. You know, we don't have the huge budget like some CSDs out there with Coke and Pepsi, you know, that owns different waters and Gatorades and, you know, different sports drinks and, and multitude of drinks out there. So, you know, where they could drop millions of dollars on a Super Bowl campaign or one campaign this summer, our, our processors and our brands out there, they just don't have that type of funding. And so with the, with the checkoff program, we actually aggregate uh, funds throughout the entire country for the checkoff program, and we're able to come together and really educate the consumers under, um, you know, the Got Milk campaign. And we have a new campaign that I'd love to talk about, too, um, in, in a few minutes. But really to drive people under, uh, you know, one campaign, there's a lot of dollars behind it, and it's all about educating, uh, you know, the benefits of milk and dairy and how good it's for your body. We also have some, some really big newsworthy things coming out about milk lately that we want to take advantage of, like the nine, the nine essential nutrients and now 13 essential nutrients. And so for us, it's all about pushing out those positive 
um, conversations about milk, recipes, star athletes using milk, and feeling their body every day. And we know that we're seeing those messages cross on national campaigns, but I want our Wisconsin dairy farmers and dairy farm families to understand, Melissa, that a lot of that information, some of that budgeting, is still channeled right here in Wisconsin. Namely, if they've watched any WIAA sports events in the state, there is a partnership with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin to share that information. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Working with the local dairy councils is is honestly such a joy, and they do such a spectacular job. When we're working with um, the Wisconsin Dairy Council, they they literally they, they take so many of our assets and they use them locally. So they become very efficient with their dollars, their spending, and they're able to utilize some of the national um, tools that we provide, whether it's athletes or creative or maybe even just messaging and things. And then they're able to make investments around that and, and locally take advantage of the national campaign, but bring it down to a local level. And so you know, we love working with the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin because they just do such a spectacular job of bringing the assets to a local level, offering them to the WIAA, and then um, there's a seamless connection between the national campaign and the local campaign. So we both extend our messages together, and then we're able to, you know, speak to more consumers and really give that layering effect to the consumers. They're hearing it on the national campaign. They're hearing it from from us. And then also on that local level in Wisconsin, they're hearing it multiple times from your team. Very effective use of what uh, checkoff dollars we do have available. Melissa Malcolm's along with us. She is with the Milk Pep Group. Team Milk Pep, and that's the Milk Processor Education Program. Melissa, you mentioned that there's some exciting new developments that our farmers are going to be noticing and want to pay attention to. Tell me about the new slogan and what audience will be targeting and speaking with there. Absolutely. So we have just launched, just a few weeks ago, our new uh, national campaign. It's called You're Going to Need Milk for That. And so the premise of this is all about the reconsideration of milk is don't think about milk just an everyday beverage. It's a superfood. It's incredible. As I talked about that 13 essential nutrients that, that are in milk, it fuels your body to do amazing things every day. And a part of that is, um, you know, you're going to need milk for that. It's all about uh, milk being the original sports drink. We call it the OG sports drink for fun. But, you know, for centuries, people have been drinking milk to fuel their bodies. And, you know, our take on that with you're going to need milk for that is for the upcoming Olympics. And so we have been working with the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin and their network to make sure that we're providing the national athletes like Kat Osterman or Ariel Torres who are going to the Olympics this year, that creative, that messaging, and offering it to, um, you know, the checkoff programs. And they just they take these assets and they really use them to their fullest. Um, they have been, you know, doing really sophisticated marketing, innovative marketing with the tools, and they have some huge plans lined up for the Olympics to take care, to take advantage of the national campaign that we're running and then making it local to Wisconsin. Talk to me a little bit about consumption that we saw during the pandemic, if you can, Melissa. I think people realize that we've obviously got a lot of potential out there uh, for consumption today, but 
We really saw how quickly those messages resonate with consumers when they were at home doing more cooking with their family and milk consumption. You're absolutely right, Pam. When things got tough last year during COVID, Americans really, they reached for milk. Families saw milk as a way they could bring strength, health, and normalcy to their homes while while in crisis. Um, it's actually like 72%, I believe, that mom said that milk was the number one must-have during the pandemic. That was more than eggs, bread, vegetables, meats, anything else. They needed milk in the house. And that really points to how relevant milk is and how important milk is to Americans. Um, And during the pandemic, since we were all home, we had to find different ways to entertain ourselves, right? So there was a lot of baking. There was a lot of cooking. And also, which was kind of surprising to us, Americans found new ways on how they were enjoying milk. And the resurgence um, of, of milk was a surprising social media superstar last year during the, the stay-at-home months, and it inspired our reimagination of the iconic Got Milk campaign. And so last year, we actually brought what we like to say um, Got Milk forward, and we reimagined what the iconic campaign could be because we stepped away from the campaign just a few years ago. And so we brought it back bigger than ever last year. We also had our superstar for Built With Chocolate Milk, Katie Ledecky, represents the National Got Milk campaign. And she just did some really awesome TikTok videos. She swam across a pool with a chocolate milk glass in her hand. She didn't spill a drop, but it just made such an impact. And we've been able to um, do a lot of things off of that uh, activation last year. And even just a few weeks ago, something called Hold My Milk, which you may have seen on social media and continue to see on social media throughout the summer. So we're having a lot of fun with that milk, and we are really inventing it and reimagining it for new generations of milk lovers to come. Now, how can people follow along with this story and see the response to, you're going to need milk for that? Where should they be looking if they haven't seen it already, Melissa? Great question is, you know, follow all the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin's um, socials. You can follow along on Instagram and Facebook with America's Dairyland. You can also uh, look for the Got Milk page, and you're going to need milk for that. We're all over on the social media pages as well. Um, And we would love you to, to like or participate in any of the activations to come. Excellent. From Got Milk, which is still very alive and well, to our new phrase, you're going to need milk for that. Dairy checkoff dollars collaborating together across state lines to make sure consumers are getting messages about milk. That's Melissa Melka. She is with Team Milk Pep. That's the milk processor education program helping to maximize the effectiveness of your dairy checkoff dollars. And the conversation brought to you by our friends from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Find more.